Welcome to the Erickson Covenant Podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us today. We confess that we don't have all the answers, but as a community, we seek to find and follow Jesus and to discover daily the life he has always wanted for us. We hope this message will be encouraging and will inspire you to take the next steps on your spiritual journey. If we can help you in any way, please connect with us. The easiest way is through our website at ericksoncovenant.ca. Let's get started. Good morning and hello to you all. Welcome to this Good Friday service at the Covenant Church. And it's a delight to be here. As you know, I've been on quite a health journey. And so for me, this is an incredible privilege to speak God's Word and for us to reflect on the Good Friday message. As a young boy, I was known in my family and friends as the guy who always said, but why? And I just about drove my dad crazy because every time we came new and near a new machine or a jet plane, I would always say, Dad, but how and why? And so as we come to this Good Friday, I'm going to get us to sort of be the same. We're going to come to the different experiences of our Lord Jesus on that great day, and we're going to say, why? It's very important. And so as we look back through the pages of Scripture, we first of all come to the Lord Jesus on his great journey toward the cross, and we find him in the Garden of Gethsemane. And there in the garden, we're faced with the fact that all of eternity and time come together in a vortex. And we read in Galatians 4, 4, But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. So we come to the garden and we realize this is the, the first of the great revelations in Jesus' life of the, the great heaviness and darkness and agony that was coming on him as he was going to take to himself the sins of the world. Luke twenty two forty four says, And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And then again in Matthew where it says his sweat was like great drops of blood. And so we stand there beside him and we say, why? What's going on here? What's this about? And in a song we've learned, one line goes, tell me, you who hear him groaning, was there ever grief like his? And he said himself, as he was agonizing in prayer about doing the will of his Father and becoming sin for us, he who knew no sin, he said to his disciples, My soul is extremely sorrowful, even unto death. Now, this is one of those things that for us is very, very hard to grasp, the agony he bore in his soul as he realized the overwhelming weight of taking to himself our sin 
And then, of course, the very judgment of God in our place. And so we stand there for a moment. He said, could you watch with me for at least an hour? And if you're like me, sitting still is a tough thing. But perhaps this Easter, we could take that time to sit beside him in our minds and hearts and realize the burden he was carrying for us. Then we go from the garden and we follow him as he was arrested and taken, first of all, before the great Sanhedrin, the council of the elders of Jerusalem, and then finally Pilate. And as we watch him, we first of all realize, man, this is a travesty of justice as we've never seen. We've seen the innocent one, the Lamb of God, and we see the way he's treated. And it's a travesty for sure, but in this hour in his judgment before the Sanhedrin and then Pilate, we, we behold the patience of God. I don't know about you, but it just is beyond imagination to think of God the Father witnessing such disrespect, such terrible hatred, and all of the insults hurled upon his Son. Surely, here was the patience of God on our behalf as he watched his Son move through this time so he could become the perfect sacrifice. Here, before the Sanhedrin, we see the worst in man, and we see the greatest in God and the greatest in the Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 Peter 2.23, Peter speaks of this time when Jesus was before the council, when he was maligned, he didn't retaliate, but he bore it patiently for our, on our behalf. So there he was before the council, before Pilate, maligned in every possible way, verbally, physically, insulted, spit upon. And all of this he bore patiently again as he moved from the garden through the judgment and then finally to the cross. And again, when we come to Calvary, Calvary's mountain and stand before the cross of our Lord Jesus, our greatest question is again, why? And what's this about? What's happening? And of course, as we climb Calvary's mournful mountain, we realize that our Lord Jesus Christ was stricken, smitten, and afflicted on our behalf. As as Isaiah 53 says, all we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned every one to his own way, but the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. In the great song, El Shaddai, we read this as we stand before the cross. Through the years you made it clear that the time of Christ was near. Though the people couldn't see what Messiah ought to be, 
Though your word contained the plan, they just couldn't understand. Your most awesome work was done through the weakness and frailty of your son. And so we stand there in awe before the cross. And we realize as the Lord Jesus died, he was bearing before his father our guilt, our shame, our sin. And as he bore it, he finally came to that moment when he said, it is finished, and he gave up his spirit to his father. And what happened right then is most remarkable. For all of creation joined in, in a sense, the hallelujah chorus, because nature rejoiced at that moment in unspeakable ways. There was earthquakes. There was graves opened. There was the great curtain in the temple torn in half, which meant the way into the holiest of all, the very presence of God, was opened. It was opened forever through the work of Jesus. And these cosmic signs were incredible, so much so that the centurion, that is the Roman soldier, who was in charge of his men, as they were at the foot of the cross and saw all of this and felt it and felt all of nature groaning and then rejoicing at what had just happened, they cried out, Truly, this is the Son of God, which is most remarkable because these were Gentiles that had no background in Jewish scripture or in Jewish teaching. And yet there, they recognized something cosmic was taking place as Jesus uttered those words, it is finished. And he endured the cross, as we know, despising its shame, as Hebrews said, for the joy that was set before him. And what was that joy? Well, in Hebrews 2.10, where it says, For it was fitting for him whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons and daughters to glory. Now imagine how he must have felt as he thought about this remarkable moment when he liberated all of those in all of time who would believe and trust in the promises of God. And there we see it for the joy set before him, that joy of bringing many sons to glory and presenting them faultless before his father because of the great work he has done. And so again, as I said, I invite us this Good Friday to come to those places, the garden, the judgment, the crucifixion, and realize there, as I began earlier, all of history was brought together in a focal moment of God bringing about his cosmic purpose of the redemption of humankind that would believe on him and the, re and the, and the future renewal of the whole universe. So what an incredible, incredible story, factual history, where the Lord Jesus came and we end with the words, for he made him 
to be sin for us. He who knew no sin, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Let us pray. Father in heaven, thank you for your eternal plan that in Christ, before the foundation of the world, you purposed a perfect redemption, a perfect plan, and in the fullness of time when Jesus came, you brought it to pass. Lord, our heart is full of thanksgiving for this great, great, great thing you worked out on our behalf and will forever give you thanks and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening in today. We hope you feel encouraged and challenged. If you know someone who would benefit from what you have heard today, please share this podcast. For more information, or if you have questions, you can connect with us through our website, ericksoncovenant.ca. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Erickson Covenant Church.